0: 1 Corinthians, um, chapter 12, which can be found on page 1153 of the Church Bibles. Now, about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to dumb idols. Therefore... it is the same god at work now to each one the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good to one there is given through the spirit a message of wisdom to another a message of knowledge by means of the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gift of healing by that one spirit
1: Wonderful. Um, good morning, my name's Stephen. I'm the youth minister at Bishop Painton Church. Great to see you all this morning. Uh, and I wonder, do you, when you're reading the Bible, like, have theme songs that run in your head as you read certain parts of the Bible? Because uh, I do. Uh, for example, Genesis 3, right, the serpent. You know what's going through my head then? duh. duh. Da, 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 da. Oh, oh, the Jaws theme tune going on in my head. Or oh, oh, um, 1 Samuel 24, uh, David in the in the desert in getty, he, he's, ch- he's being chased by Saul. And Saul goes into, a to- goes into the cave to go to the toilet. And David sneaks in behind him. The James Bond theme tune going on in my head after that. And today, in our reading, there is only one song. I bet you can guess it. Like only one song. We're all in this together, and we know... It's a high school musical theme song, We're All In This Together. It's a great show, if you haven't seen it. Great song. Um, in fact, Matt, we should use this song as a basis of our song for Belonging for 2018. little tip for you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's a great song. Uh, and actually, this sums up what, where Paul's going with the whole 1 Corinthians 12 business. He's basically saying, we are all in this together. Uh, and that sums up like what we're talking about as, as a church, one of our big goals, belonging. Because because um, when we're, we're looking at that, that first goal today, um, and so we going not look at every single verse in detail, we're going to think about this big theme of belonging and thinking about us all being in it together. So let's pray and then we'll have a little look at the Bible together. Father, thank you for the Bible. Thank you that we can hear from you. And we pray as we think about this theme of belonging, you would speak to us and grow our love for you, for your son, and for each other. Amen. Um, so, Paul, he's writing this bit of 1 Corinthians to a church that is divided. And they're divided over differences. Um, in fact, it's really sad, because as we read in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 18, Paul says, I hear that when you come together as a church, there are divisions among you. Like, he's miles away, and yet he hears that this church is divided. That's really sad. And they're dividing in verses 1 1 to 3 over leaders, in chapters 12 and 14 here, over spiritual gifts. And so Paul writes this bit, saying we're all in this together. And actually, that's similar to us, isn't it? As a church, we hang out with people who are just like us. We talk to those people who, who, who have the same jobs as us, same age group as us, same gender as us. We hang out in these little groups, and we like everyone like us. So what we're going to see this morning, we're going to see three things, one now and two later, um, that are going to help us think about this theme of belonging and being all in it together. So here's our first thing we're going to see. We're one church of many different people. One church, many different people. Um, in Colossians 3, elsewhere in the Bible, Paul says this. He says, there is no Gentile or Jew, no circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. His basic point is, those differences we used to have, Age, gender, background, uh, job, uh, intellect, whatever it may be, doesn't matter. We're one church. Uh, and in fact, he says these differences don't divide us anymore, that in fact we're together. But it's a bit like, we're well, like snowflakes. Now, I have perfected the art of making snowflakes. Now, 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 now uh, I'll tell you the secret. It's all about the, the number of folds you do. If you fold it loads of times, it comes out of beauty. I mean, have a look at this guy here. Wait for it. Yeah. Oh, oh there he is. What a beauty. Oh, come on. Oh, I've ripped it now. There it is. What a beautiful snow, but, but snowflake. Like, they're all different, aren't they? I mean, here's some on the board. Look at these. They're all different. All unique. All individual. Um, if you've got an activity pack... Can you hold your snowflake up and wave it around? Look! Oh, thanks Daniel, lovely, nice. Isn't it? Like, like the, the, the snowflakes, they're all different and all individual and yet, they all combine together to form one soft, cotton, white, beautiful blanket of frozen goodness snow. And see, that's what Paul wants us to be like a church. He wants us all to be unique, different individuals coming together to form one church. Unique, different ages, different backgrounds, different gender, different races, different uh, jobs, all of those different things, yet one. One church, different people. So, how do we do it? Well, Phil gave us the answer a bit earlier on, and it was there in uh, Colossians 3.11, but it's also here in our verse, in 12 verse 3. Have a little look down there with me, uh, and see what unites us. Have a little look. No one can say, Jesus is Lord, except... By the Holy Spirit. The big, uniting thing is Jesus. Jesus is the thing that unites us together. In fact, saying those three words, Jesus is Lord, is kind of like super glue that, that, that binds us together. Uh, it means as we belong to him, we belong to each other. Jesus, he, he's like that super glue that binds us together to make us one church. See, we're one church, different people, all saying Jesus is Lord. Uh, and um, elsewhere, Romans 10 says there is no difference between Jew or Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all. He richly blesses all who call on Him. For everyone who calls the name of the Lord will be saved. Paul saying all people, no matter of gender, age, race, uh, um, b- uh, background, intellect, whatever it is, there's only one Savior. There's only one Lord. One Jesus. And he brings us together in a way that nothing else can. Because as we say and believe Jesus is Lord, we become part of God's family. Now, families are all different, aren't they? Like, here's my family on the screen. Ah, the Demetrios, Look at them. So lovely. But, but also different. I mean, my dad, you can't see it there. He's got a massive bald patch. He's losing his hair. And my sister, she has loads of hair. But, but, but my brother, he started making chorizo sausage, which is weird and cool. Uh, and my mum, she hates chorizo sausage. Like, 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 we're different. And then there's me. I can't stand fish. And they all love fish. Like, like, but, but we're, we're different. And yet we all share that same family love and unique Demetrioness that makes us one. And see, that's what we as Christian families should be like. We have the same Saviour, same Lord, same Jesus, different, yet one. And we share something else in common. Something else, some unbreakable family trait, family bond. Have a look at 12 verse 3 again. No one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So we have the same Lord Jesus and we have the same Spirit, the same God living inside us. And so as we say these three words, Jesus is Lord, it means the Spirit lives inside us. God becomes our Father. And every other Christian becomes our brother or sister too. That's pretty cool. And see, all of that's possible because as we say, Jesus is Lord, it means we're going all in for Jesus. We're going all in for, for the one who went all in for us. For Jesus, who went all the way to the cross for us. For God's Son, who, who died on the cross so that we could be called God's sons and daughters. For God's Son, who was ripped apart on that cross so that we could be brought together with God and with each other. And so... Is Jesus your Lord? Because if he's not, this kind of family relationship I'm talking about in the church, this one churchness, well, it can't be yours. If he's not, the salvation I'm talking about can't be yours. This unity is impossible outside of Jesus. So, please make him your Lord. See, we're one church, different people, all saying Jesus is Lord, and that means... The church is vital. Our church is vital. In fact, John Stott, he said this. He said, the church lies at the very centre of the eternal purpose of God. It is not an afterthought. It is not an accident of history. On the contrary, the church is God's new community. church is vital. Which has three big um, implications for us here. Firstly, unity. It, it, like, 1 Corinthians 11 is so sad because Paul hears that the church is divided. See, aren't people outside the church to hear that we at BH are united, that we're different, yet we're one. They look at us and go, those guys are weird. But they're all together, that's the call. We should should be united. And number two, it means relationship. See, here at BH, there should be a, a depth of relationship, a depth of love, a depth of intimacy that is impossible outside the church. We should be so close to each other. And, and, and this means a few things. It means um, we all need to work at this together. It, it, it means we'll answer the question, how are you doing? Not by saying fine. We'll answer it properly. We'll, we'll be honest. We'll be open. We'll be vulnerable to each other. We'll share our lives together. Like meeting up outside of Sunday. It means well, hang out with people who are different to us. So, why not, after the service, find someone who you haven't spoken to before and go and chat to them? Talk to them, be open, vulnerable, honest, get that unity relationship going. Because, number three, we are a family. And so, let's live like a family. Now, one of my favorite things last week um, was taking James McKenzie uh, to an interview because um, Hillary was out of town. It is, Mom. I, I, I love that. I was delighted to be asked, because that's one church, family right there. Uh, and like, like, like that's living as a family. I mean, um, there are things we'd ask our family to do if we're struggling with the school run, with, with meals, or we just want to chat with somebody. We'd ask our family to do that, wouldn't we? So let's ask our church family in those things to do those things for us, with us. So that, that means um, we need to be generous on one hand and humble on the other hand generous to give and humble to ask. We're a family, let's live like it. See, we are one church of many different people, all in this together. And we'll see some more things a bit later on. Brilliant. Um, now, I've got a question for you. Who likes rugby here? Yes. Six Nations season's on, can I get a whoop? Thank you, yes great work. Like, I, I love rugby. And I love rugby, right? Because every different body type, body shape can play. And they all bring different abilities to the table. Like, for example, here is my favourite player of all time. Not that. Here he is. Maro Toje. Like, what an absolute legend. He, 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 he's a forward, so he does all the rough and power work. Also, he has crazy hair. Oh, there we go. Uh, and, and like this guy, he is a whopping six foot five. Although oh, no, 116 kilos first, and then he is six foot five tall. Like, he is an absolute monster. He's incredible. And then there's this guy here. Another great player, George Ford. Now uh, he's he's a back. He has all the, the pretty dancing, prancing stuff um, around. Uh, he, he look at his hair. Pristine hair. Like beautifully kept. He he weighs a measly eighty-six kilos, and it's a tiny six, uh, five foot nine. Like they're both so different. And in fact, if you line up the whole England rugby team all together, you'd see different shapes, different sizes, different different. Light. They're different, and they all bring different skills to the table. And yet, come three p.m. this afternoon, they have one task: to smash Italy. Watch it, it's going to be great. Um, yeah, so, so like uh, they, have one, they have one purpose for their many different gifts. Uh, uh, and that's what Paul wants to talk about in, in, in 1 Corinthians 12. He says, we have one purpose and many different gifts. See, w- we're one church of different people with one purpose for our different gifts. Have a look at uh, uh, chapter 12, verse 4 to 6, page 115 here in the Bibles. if you close them, Um Here's what Paul says. He says, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. Different kinds of service, but the same Lord. Different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, is the same God at work. Like, he says there are loads of different gifts. One purpose, many different gifts. And in fact, a little counting exercise. Have a look at verses 8 to 11. Can you count for me the number of different gifts that Paul mentions? And shout it out when you know Louder. Nine, yeah, yeah. So I can't mind different gifts. And Paul, he's not showing all the gifts available. He's showing a tiny little proportion uh, of the huge variety of gifts that are on offer. See, um, it's like going to a, a pick and mix sweet shop. Like so many sweets, like bonbons, uh, little lollipops, little chocolate raisins, all the stuff available, and then so much more. Paul, he's showing the huge variety, the scope of different gifts out there. And behind each of those gifts, it's the same Spirit at work. See, Paul says uh, five different times, same Spirit, one Spirit, same Spirit, same Spirit, one and the same Spirit. He says it over and over and over and over again. Uh, and isn't it sad that the Spirit that God gives to unite us, churches used to divide us? See, the Spirit, he's kind of like um, this a conductor of an orchestra, like making all the gifts play together in unison to create a lovely, wonderful, beautiful sound. One purpose, many different gifts. And have a look at what the one purpose is in verse 7. To each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good the common good of God's glory, the common good of the gospel going out, and the common good of the church. One purpose made different gifts. And in verse 7, did you notice, gifts are given to each one. So in verse 11, too, to each one, it means that every single uh, Christian who says, Jesus is Lord, has these gifts available to him, has gifts to bring. Everyone can be involved. Everyone should be involved. And in verse 11, did you notice as well, it says, all these are work of the one and the same spirit, and he distributes just as he determines. So every single Christian has been gifted by God. He's chosen the gifts you've got, so no one is inferior, no one is superior. All are for that common good. That's pretty awesome, right? And so, I wonder, here at BH, how could you be involved? Like, h- how could you get involved here at BH with your gifts you've been given by God? Here are some of the few ways you could be involved at BH. And this is just a tiny, tiny, tiny segment of what we, what's on offer out there. Yeah. Holiday club, night shop, teddy explorers, tight network, rooted, youth work, children's work, PA, AV, prayers, readers, chatting to people in the service, welcoming, cooking Sunday lunch, praying with neighbor in church, cleaning team, flower team, cameo, pastoral work, music, and on and on and on it goes. Like, we would love you to get involved here. So, uh, if you're not involved... To Tim, to Phil, to me, we'd love to get you involved in the church and and joining this one purpose, using your many different gifts, all for that common good. And actually, um, using gifts is one of the best ways to feel like you belong here at BH. Uh, Matt Chandler, he talks about three levels of belonging. He says, um, there's church, there's small group, and then there's service. See, if you come to church every Sunday, if you're part of a small group, and if you are serving in church... You will feel like you belong here in a different way if you have come to church or if you come to church in just a small group. There's different levels of belonging. And, and in fact, imagine BH is like a football stadium. Um, where are you in this stadium? Like, are you in the crowd watching as everyone else does the work? Or, or are you outside the stadium? Or are you where we should be? On that pitch, working together for that one purpose, scoring as many goals as possible. Uh, uh, working together. That's where we should be. Because we're all in this together, all, all part of this one team. Um, I went camping with a friend called Daniel Levy uh, and, uh, ages and ages ago, and in those days... There was a thing called a Game Boy Advance out. There it is. Uh, I, and I had a game called Pokemon on, on this Game Boy Advance. Now, um, Daniel Levy, and I started playing Pokemon on my Game Boy Advance. And he was better than me. And he got further than me than I ever got. And I felt this insane jealousy rising up inside of me. I was like, no way. What are you doing? I, I, I was getting so jealous of him. And so, that night, I took the Game Boy Advance... I deleted his game and put it back, and then in the morning I lied about it. Like, Daniel, if you're listening, I'm very sorry. Um, But 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 like, like, isn't that easy to do? Isn't it easy for us, uh, not to Pokemon and Game Boy advances, but 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 to get jealous? Uh, Like, so if one area of BH that we're not involved in is thriving, it's easy for us to start getting jealous inside. Or if there's a big event on and we think I can do a better job. We don't get on board. Instead, we grumble, we moan, we complain about it behind their back. Isn't that easy? See, if, if verse 7 is right and all the gifts are given for the common good, then that means we should all be on one side, on the same side. And so we should rejoice, because if one part of BH wins, we all win. And so if there's an event that we're not keen on, if there's something happening that we think, that looks rubbish, we don't say that. We get on board. We support it. We pray for it. We we, we tell others about how great it's going to be. We we, we work to make it awesome. And then... When the different parts of the church work together for that one purpose, we rejoice and celebrate. So like Samara's Aid and those 100 plus bows we made, that is awesome church. That's us, different people, one purpose, being awesome. Or Night Shelter, different people, one purpose, that's awesome, great stuff. Or Holiday Club, different people, one purpose, amazing, celebrate, rejoice, those are great things. Wow, we celebrate those things because we're, we're one church, different people With one purpose, different gifts. Because we belong to our God, who is the one and the many. Have a look at um, verses 4 to 6 of 1 Corinthians. It's on the screen for you. And look at the different names given to God. The same Spirit, the same Lord, same God. Our God is the one and the many. He's one God, three persons, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all distinct, all diverse, and yet all united and all one God. Like God exists in this beautiful community of love and relationship, unity and diversity together is one. In fact, Gordon Fee, he said this, he said, The one God, who is himself characterised by diversity within unity, has, has decreed the same for the church. So what he's saying is, look, God exists in love, relationship, unity and diversity, and so should we, because we belong to him. And how we live reflects our God. Like, how we live shows how beautiful and glorious our God is as a church. So, have a listen to this, if it works. But that's how we should sound there in the orchestra there are different instruments there's like plonky things there's stringy things there's brass things there's woodwind things there's, there's all these different things working together to make one glorious sound that highlights how amazing the composers and the piece of music how beautiful it actually is that's like I of the church we are uh, using our, uh, as one church of different people for one purpose, different gifts, serving the God who's one and the many. We should be using those gifts to make that beautiful sound that shows how glorious our God is. And to show we belong to Him. And so, we're going to um, end the uh, uh, sermon bit by saying. Um, these words from 1, 2 Corinthians 13, verse 14 together. Uh, these, these are called the grace sometimes. Um, but um, in there, you'll see the diversity of our God, the unity of our God, and the diversity of us and the unity of us as a church. So we'll say these words together. So together we say, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.